Welcome to Soar and Pair, Why Not Together, episode 45. Welcome. Long time no see. Yes, I'm Jim. Sandy. And it has been three weeks. We realized that um, we let it go a little too long. Well, Easter happened. So it kind of put a hiccup in the plans. We had kids here, so... Yeah, yeah we, we had fun, though. We had our two granddaughters over, mm-hmm. ages three and seven, and we hit eggs in the morning and, um, yeah, had lots great. of fun. We enjoyed it. We played a game with the kids in the afternoon. And mm-hmm. We were exhausted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As holidays do, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it was great. It was, I think, the last major holiday we're going to spend in this house, so mm-hmm. we wanted to. Yeah, it was great. We just hang out with the kids and with grandkids so um i just love getting to see through the grandkids eyes um the excitement and there's nothing like it it's so true i become a kid immediately yeah Um, we know (laughs) i love that about you (laughs) i can't help it i I love that about you (laughs) i think any grandpa can totally relate that you know when one of your grandkids wants to play, it isn't like a question, and then you forget your age, like really quickly. Yes. <laughs> really quickly. But I just realized I forgot to say our little tagline, which is soaring pair, why not together? Soaring together to explore new adventures while inspiring others to create their own. Yeah, so we are getting closer and closer to our new adventure of soaring together. Um, we are picking up our new RV in two weeks. Um, and so I think what our plan is in our next episode is to actually show you the inside of our RV. Yeah. Um, so it'll be fun. It'll be, you know, kind of like touring where we're going to live. Um, we're not going to bother to show you our house here because you'd probably be really, really sad that we're leaving this big, beautiful house. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a great house. Um, I've really enjoyed our time here, and, you know, part of me is sad to leave it, but at the same token, I, I think I'm just going to carry a lot of good memories forward, and it's just time to turn the page. It is. It is. Um, it's coming, whether, we, whether we're whether we ready or not. Remember we used to say when we were kids, ready or not, mm-hmm. here I come, and yeah. tag, yeah, so I feel like life is kind of playing a game of tag with us. <laughs> And so, you know, of course, we want to be a lot further along than we are. Life happens in terms of getting ourselves ready. But we're, yeah. we're going to be fine, oh, we're right? Ready. We're going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Actually, we're, we're, we're more on task than I think either of us realize. We're, we're doing okay. Um, you know, it's just it's a process, as anybody knows. It's a process. Right. So... Um, a couple updates so on the music side um, on March 30th. So if you haven't seen it, you can go on to our Soren Pair Facebook. I did a um, hour-long concert at the Salvation Army um, downtown Phoenix, and Sandy um, did the Facebook Live, so the video is saved. Um, I hate to admit it, but I'm I'm not upright. I'm sideways. So just move. Oh your my phone. gosh! <laughs> just move your phone. <laughs> There's a story behind this, but um, I actually talked to the IT guys at the 
event and they were helping me and I thought I had it set up right. And he was like, no, you need to click this button. And I don't know if that's what switched it or if it was just that it doesn't allow it. Um, we were both guessing, I'm not blaming him, but um, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Regardless, um, there's two parts to the concert. There's a smaller part. And then of course there's, I'm playing my own music and a, a alert comes up. It appears you're playing somebody else's music and I'm. Yeah, and they cut us off. They totally cut us off, so I had to start over. Yeah. Technical difficulties, but if you want to watch the concert, it is there. On Two a, parts, yeah. Yes. Um, but um, I do have, so in the midst of us moving, um, I decided to do one more concert before we leave um, in Casa Grande. It'll be a, yeah, I just thought, what the heck, let's just make it more crazy. Um, so I'm doing a piano concert. Um, on uh, Sunday, May 23rd, we'll, we'll remind you all again, um, in the afternoon um, at the Presbyterian Church in Casa Grande in the back, I've, I've performed there before, we'll raise money for a charity. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be the Salvation Army, but we'll see down in Casa Grande, um, or Seeds of Hope. They are social distancing people, even though the facility holds up to 500 people, they're only allowing 100 in. So. I actually may do two concerts that day mm -hmm. to allow more people because I've had a lot of people reach out saying they want to see. I think people are hungry for live music. Mm -hmm. So um, that way we'll raise more money. I'll be totally exhausted. <laughs> You're playing music. It's, it yeah. feeds you. Yeah, it does. And I'm, I'm playing two things I've never played before, two big classical pieces, um, um, the entire... Uh, Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven, all three movements, which is like a 14, 15 minute piece. And then I'm doing the entire George Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue. And since I don't have an orchestra band with me, I'll, I'll even play some of those passages. And that's about a 16 minute piece. So um, trying two big new pieces I've never performed in public before should be fun. So I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Um, so what's going on over there on your side of, of things? Uh, well, the summit, the uh, Medical Intuitive Summit with the Shift Network, it was the the air date was pushed out. So now it will be airing um, the week of June seventh to eleventh. Um, I will be putting out, you know, the reminders and advertisements a few weeks prior to that. So be, be looking on for that on Soren Pear. Um, but she already taped the interview. Yeah, I already did the interview, but it's just, you know, for multiple reasons on their end, um, it's just been delayed, but it is coming. Yeah, it's exciting, exciting stuff. Yeah. I think it's going to be yeah, great that, that you have an opportunity as a nurse and a and a, a healer intuitive to kind of give your your unique point of view on things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and I think there's going to be a lot of really good speakers um, on the the panel, and so a lot of different points of view from from the same topic, and it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. So. I think it'll be great. Yeah. Um, so another. Um, and by the way, just as a reminder, sandysoren.com. You can go in, take a look at 
um, her website and uh, schedule yourself um, a half hour, hour, an hour and a half appointment. Yes. Um, she does great work and, um, you know, I definitely take advantage of it. There may be some kind of sale coming up on Mother's Day, but we'll wait for that. Mm. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps. Um, so, anything, I didn't want to cut you off. Anything else you wanted to mention? I think that's about it on my end. Okay. That's, yeah, just, you know, keep on keeping on. <laughs> really, that's the theme. Keep on yeah. keeping on, Soren Pear. Because <laughs> we, are, we are down to the wire. I mean, I feel like we've been talking, if you've been following our podcast, we've been talking about um, this moving out thing now for oh, several months. And then we're down to basically two months and two weeks. Um, so what's exciting is we are, you know, getting our RV in two weeks, but then we're going to have to store it because we... <laughs> <laughs> so there's all these moving parts. I feel like we're juggling all the things that we need to, yeah. you know. Yeah, for She's sure. much better at multitasking and juggling than I am. <laughs> things usually break and fall and get all over the you know place when I try to juggle, so... You know. All I do is spill coffee, so yeah. <laughs> Yes, I did notice some splotches in the kitchen. And I said, what's that? She said, it's me. <laughs> it was my fault. I knew when it happened. I didn't care. <laughs> anyway. But what we wanted to talk about today, um, just, just a little bit, is revisiting what we really talked about in our very first episode. So if you haven't watched episode one, um, it gives you sort of our story. But we came across a, um, a landmark celebration a very personal celebration on april fool's day april fools 2011 was 10 years from the first time that we kissed we have more anniversaries than anybody i know at least at least a half dozen (laughs) i don't know i like no pressure (laughs) i do this all the time like you know what happened eight years ago (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) And now our camera shows like seven years ago this happened. So, it, but but I called it funnily, uh, kind of humorously, our kiss anniversary. Because we did not see this coming. Um, so just to for those of you who have newly joined our podcast and haven't watched episode one, and those who have, just a brief recap. Um, we got together under very unusual circumstances. What kind of what kind of spurred me to talk about this was. I'll take a break on us. I was tuning piano of a, a gentleman in Casagrande who's 88. He's been around a long time. Um, and um, he told me when I went there, he has, has like a 86-year-old partner wife, and he says, we got together two years ago. I'm like, oh, I great. think this is the neatest story. Yes. I'm like, oh, that's great. He said, we were actually childhood sweethearts. We loved each other when we went to school. Um I went off to war, he said, and when I came back, she had already, you know, married, and and so what? Obviously, they stayed with their spouses a long time, and then his spouse passed away, I think, about three, four years ago, um, and her spouse had a long bout with Alzheimer's, and then finally passed away, and they got together two years ago, and they're happy and what a beautiful story. <laughs> It's so funny because she can't hear very well, and he has a loud voice, and I'm listening to them talk as I'm tuning the piano, just smiling. And I thought to myself, you know, I think I think in society we we tend to 
not talk about a lot of times um, only the traditional you know get together love stories that you know the traditional yeah well oh you know we met kind of like the the movie love stories where and everybody was excited and everybody you know thought it was wonderful did everything right right yeah. and um so back to our story for those of you who don't know it and then there's us and then there's us so as you know soren pair is very unusual um we um i'll just go i'll, I'll start at the the shocking part and then backdrop and then okay However you want to do it. Sandy was my former sister-in-law. And before you judge us and think that, you know, we're um, hillbillies, <laughs> um, she was married and I was married to brother-sister um, for a long time. We're talking 1987. Um, and I ironically played at their wedding. Yes, um, so <laughs> ironic, but we didn't, what was interesting because of a lot of different circumstances I won't go into, we didn't really, we kind of knew who each other were, but we didn't really communicate very much. Um, right. You kind of went off and did your own thing and lived your own life. And occasionally we would, you know, get together. Our paths but, would cross. Yeah, but it was always right. very superficial. Um, so uh, fast forward a couple decades later in 2010, um, I'm going through a divorce. Um, going through some difficult times, and um, I reach out to to her, and we started a, a genuine bona fide friendship. Yeah. I mean, it was just like we. I remember it we talked. Yeah, we talked instant. one night on your stairwell till like five in the morning, and we just it was <laughs> yeah. like we couldn't, you know. Couldn't shut up. And so we continued. I went back to Arizona. You were in Oregon at the time. We continued to talk. I mean, it was it was very platonic. It was friendship. It was. You know, you were helping me through your my stuff, and we just opened up to each other and um, became really, really good friends. Um, so that was the first six months, and then I came up to Oregon to help her move. And um, probably looking back, we, we probably saw a few signs, but there was no intent like, oh, I want this to turn into something more. Right. Um, and so... Um, a fateful evening. Um, we uh, didn't expect it, but it happened. The, yeah. the kiss happened, and everything changed. Um, and two now months, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two months after that, we were making plans and, and moved in together, and um, we got married um, nine years ago. We're going to be celebrating, like she said, we had a lot of anniversaries. Nine years ago, on April sixteenth. We legally got married. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget. We went to the courthouse close by, yep. and the judge looked at us. <laughs> and what did he say? He said, "I see a lot of couples come through here, and you guys, you're going to make it." It, <laughs> it was really sweet. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and and you know, a lot of people who 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 saw us or did or didn't know our story because it always raises eyebrows. So when I yeah, me too. But I told this old gentleman, um, 88-year-old gentleman that I just told you about, and he looked at me and he says, and I can tell you're happy uh, 10 years later. Obviously, it was the right choice. Right. And I just think that's cool to, you know, why not celebrate the unusual stories of people getting together? Mm -hmm. Even if they're, you know, I mean, obviously, we shook up the family on both sides. Yeah. I'm not going to talk all about that, but 
Uh, Our kids were like, what? Um, But so what? We knew it was right. Yeah, like, you, I was just thinking, hello, uncle, stepdad. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah, hi, niece, daughter. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, we didn't break any rules or laws, but, I mean, it was it was an adjustment. Yeah. Um, but I think if we were to talk to everybody um, now, they would say, well, yeah, of course you guys, you know, went to be together. Oh, And, you know, just like this gentleman that you're talking about, I think that story is really cool because sometimes you hear people say, oh, I'm never going to find the right person. I think it's pretty neat that they found each other in their 80s. <laughs> How cool is that, right? you got to celebrate that. No, and, and you could see the excitement on their faces. And, you know, it, it, and I truly believe that both of their spouses or past would be happy for them. Of you know, um, and and so, you know, to me, I found my my best friend, the love of my life, in my forties, in my mid forties. Right. But she was under my nose the whole the time. The whole time. So, you know, I mean, we met probably when I was twenty one. You know, which is ironic, and yet it, I was forty six when, uh, you know, the kiss anniversary happened, and um, you know that moment that was when everything kind of shifted and changed, you know? Yeah, everything locked into place, something like that. Right, so I, I just thought it would be cool to take a moment and celebrate the fact that, you know, it's okay, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's okay if your story is the way you got together, quirky, crazy, if not everybody approves, especially if not everybody especially approves. Especially then. But I, I will tell you, it was interesting, a quick story about my parents that got together. Um, they had to elope because my mom, my mom was born and raised in Central America, grew up Catholic. My dad was a Danish, blonde hair, blue-eyed American who was LDS Mormon, and her parents did not approve. They eloped to Mexico. I love it. And so, you know, and... When you know, you know. Yeah, and they had 52, 53 beautiful years and all these kids and grandkids. The point is, is that, you know, the whole Romeo and Juliet syndrome, it doesn't have to be, you know, everything doesn't have to line up. In fact, a lot of times, you know, um, when things are planned out ahead, it's it's not the right... It, it, it isn't the right fit, even if everything on the outside fits perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know? Sometimes shaking it up is exactly what's called for. Right. You know? Boy, did we shake it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> but I, you know, I think that um, it, I, I'm just grateful that we took the leap of faith. Me too. Because really, it, was, it wasn't easy. <laughs> It just took some time, you know? Well, we knew. Everybody we knew. else had to, to, to come Everybody along. Everybody else just had to catch up. <laughs> right. And and when you know, you know. Yeah. So, um, and I found a couple quotes that I think you really, really liked that I wanted to share um, as, we, as we wind down. Um, 
Sometimes you fall in love with the most unexpected person at the most unexpected time. Yep. Kind of what happened. Um, and then this one she really liked. Your relationship doesn't need to make sense to anyone except you and your partner. It's a relationship, not a community project. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, follow your heart, right? When you meet the right person, you know, you know, even if yeah. you know, yeah. nobody else understands or approves. Yeah, follow your heart. Right, because of 10 years later, um, I'm very much in love with this lady next to me. You're, I love myself. You're in love with yourself. <laughs> well, I learned that as soon as I said it. When you got it, I you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of loving this lady, I'm going to end with a, uh, a Sandyism. Yes, I still have more. Um, so... Um, this particular Sandyism, um, it's an interesting one. Um, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> it could go a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, so it it um, it's like this. You got to take one for the team. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and explain what that means. Taking one for the team. <laughs> I mean, isn't that pretty self-explanatory? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess what it means is one of us gets in front of the other, and you know, throwing yourself on the sword, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. I know, but not everybody thinks like you, so you do have to explain. I know. <laughs> you know, I have to say, um, I thought it was just Jim that didn't understand my my canter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I had a girl at work recently tell me, the way you talk cracks me up. I always have to stop and think about it, and then I laugh. <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. I told her that you call it Sandyisms, and she, she understood. I guess I do talk different. <laughs> yes. You, you are an unusual cut from an unusual cloth and to you it's normal but to the rest of us we're all just trying to well, catch up get into my cartoon mind yes it is a cartoon mind it's very it visual so but anyway we appreciate your patience with us um and uh we will definitely be back in a in a couple weeks um uh, we'll post the video of our new rv um we're yeah, excited about we're so that. excited and can't wait to share with you guys. And then in a few months, we're taking the show on the road. Yes, we are. So have a great week, everyone. Don't forget, um, uh, we appreciate our podcast listeners. So um, continue to listen to us on all the podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the rest, rest of those great platforms. We also appreciate your feedback. If you have a relationship, unusual relationship story, share with us on the on the youtube and don't forget to subscribe and get the alerts we we'd love to have more of you as we get ready to take the show on the road and change the background behind us which you know yeah. has been the same for a long time yeah it's time to switch things out there. <laughs> good to see you all have a great week we'll talk to you soon thanks everybody Bye.